Welcome back to the podcast called Tell the World. I'm your host. Today we're going to have a discussion with Jackie B. So let's jump into that discussion on this Saturday night. Somebody can be going through something and stuff. So, I mean, and with you and the things that you're saying and, and your journey, that that is so relatable with me because I'm like, wow. And it just shows, mm-hmm. like, where you're at now. And this is, like, 2024. So right. this is, like. <laughs> the, the beginning of the year at that. Yeah, and it's like, <laughs> look where we're at right now with ourselves. So it's, it's, it's good to. Um, to, to hear this because it's rare. You know, I don't like to um, try to, uh, re- uh, some people I can't relate with, so I try to relate mm-hmm. with people that, you know, um, that, that that need to be reached, you know, for any uh, mm-hmm. listener out there that can, um, that has it all figured out and life is good, you need to share some of that. Share some of that inspiration and share your, 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 your gift or just share uh, some knowledge out there to uh, help someone and uh, sometimes it don't take uh, money it just takes a, a good ear and you know just listening you know just the conversation and it uh, Absolutely. opens up doors welcome back to the podcast mm-hmm. called tell the world and I'm your host and I have Jackie B on my show and I, I, I can't I can't believe it because <laughs> Jackie I remember when you you had um uh, um, asked me about coming on and I dropped the phone. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> because I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, 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 and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I said, okay. Uh, uh, and that's all it was. Uh, cause I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like, okay, uh, how to get this set up, uh, on mm-hmm. the days that are open for me to set this up on. So that was the biggest thing. And I know the weekdays we are, are, so busy but uh that we're doing it today so that's good right is that good right <laughs> yeah so we, we made time for it yes yes okay guys look <laughs> um uh the bio of, of jackie um she's a a, a long term friend that i knew in uh wisconsin and uh her voice her writing skills and just her body of work that she has uh, put out there over the years. And uh, I, I don't know if you, do you ever look at your body of work of music, like what you do and the writing and. Every opportunity I have, you know, I, I honestly, I just came to um, contact with uh, my old catalog of music that I had created from the time when we were all in Wisconsin. Wow. <laughs> to listen to those songs. Yeah. <laughs> to listen to those songs and listen to the music that I produce now, the growth is 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 unmeasurable. Like it's crazy. Yeah, right. And I'm, but I'm I'm so happy. I'm so grateful to you know to be present, to be here in the physical, to acknowledge and witness all of it. You know. So. Right. Okay. Let me ask you this right here because what what got you into music? Like, how did that start? Oh my God. So I was, 
Oh, I can't remember. I, I want to say I was about nine years old. Okay. Uh, if I can recall, I was nine years old. And um, my brother, you know, my, my family my, on both sides, my father and my mother's side, are, are very uh, creative um, music-wise, you know, artistic-wise, like you name it. There's someone in every realm of our, uh, creativity that they're operating in. So in our household, um, my brother... My oldest brother and my oldest sister. My oldest brother was a rap, is a rapper, and then my oldest sister, she sang too. So there was a family group that was created, and you know they would always practice, and I'll just be off to the side doing my own thing. Well, I was being groomed to actually be a lyricist. Okay, so my brother was uh, he introduced me to uh, hip hop, and 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 crazy enough, it was New York cultured hip hop. You know. So like my first artist that I had ever listened to was uh Rocket Eric and Rakim. Um and then of course LL Cool J and then some other artists came up came into the second and none and Supreme. Uh you name it. I was like a, a real fanatic for hip hop. However, um there was one day in particular I was uh sitting down, this was the nineties and um T L C came out and I was in my mother's bedroom and I'm playing with my Barbie doll and I'm listening to the song Baby 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 come on the radio and I'm not paying attention right off the bat that you know Chili Park comes on long as you know that I can have anything I want to baby and I'm singing it word for word like note for note tone for tone and when it was done I stopped and I was like I can sing. I literally said that wow. out loud. I can sing. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> wow. So, so you knew that you had that voice, and you knew that you could sing. I mean, it's, it's. It, I see it as a gift because you know I've seen some of your shows, and I have bought your music, and and I know you got a voice, and I know one thing about um. Uh, uh, music like you know when you're reaching the crowd out there and when you're singing you're you're trying to oh. um, you know touch the crowd you know and that's what you were doing you were you you were touching the crowd you even touched me you didn't see me cry back there but hell you touched me so and <laughs> what, what about the writing like how does that fall in place well before I get into the writing what I will say is that element of me touching the crowd that didn't come into play for me until I was 17 years old. Okay. I used to sing with a, um, a, a gospel choir uh, back in Milwaukee. Um, it was called United Voices of Christ. And we would, you know, travel all throughout uh, Midwest and perform. Now, there was one day in particular where I was singing uh, uh, a holy one, I believe it was called. And I'm singing it. You know, I'm singing. I'm singing. And it was the ministry the minister who actually was uh, doing the sermon on that evening she stopped me like in the middle of the song and she pulled me to the side and she said do you know what you're singing do you believe what you're singing she said i want you to close your eyes and i want you to minister to yourself and say those words i'm 17 years old and so when i did i did exactly that i, I took my time i sung those words and the energy the experience the connection with source was 
beyond my understanding to the point where like I kind of blacked out because I was so connected in what I was thinking and I realized that you know it it I didn't just do the work on me but I did the work on those around you know I did the work for those around me and so they received it so I took that element and I you know whenever I'm out on stage singing and performing you know the energy is um, I always say before I get on stage, you know, um, all right, God, I'm taking me out of the equation and putting you with it. Whatever you see fit that needs to be done, you do. And I get out there and I just give it, I give it my all, but I give it with the purest intentions of love and making sure that, you know, someone receives because somebody's going to receive it. Actually, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is so true because, uh, music like when i hear the music out here being played and you know there's just certain songs that that touch me and it's it's it's, i believe Mm -hmm. it's just so much the words and the way the person sings it and it's it's just something about a musician who can sing and and the way their words are and their voice how they can just just touch you a a way where it Mm. just it (laughs) I think it's just amazing, and I I love that. I always Thank think, you. Jackie. Like, do you think? Do you think that the the background singers get the the credit that they deserve? Like, they should get the credit too, right? Yeah, I will say yes and no because it really depends on who they're performing with. You right. know, everybody's um, requirements are different, so I can't just give it a one-sided answer again because everybody's experience is different yeah yeah i know there's been many a times where i've done i actually performed uh background uh singing for um a southern a southern soul band here in uh georgia and on numerous occasions i've you know i've performed in the back and i was asked to come to the front especially when they're acknowledging you know every person every member of the band right you know and I have free range to do whatever, you know, I'm going to do. And I, and I do it. And I, what I love about those spaces is, you know, um, when I'm performing, especially with someone else's uh, band or someone else, I, you know, I know my role and I respect the spaces that everyone is in, you know, the stage is all of ours. You give me the opportunity to let everybody know how blessed I am. I'm going to I'm going to show I'm going to show up for me every time. Wow, wow, that, that's that's awesome. I mean, I mean, I've seen you perform, and I'm like, you know, Jackie, you be out there doing your thing. You go, you you um, you move the crowd. You really do. Well, where do you get your inspiration from? Like, how does that? Do you get inspired? I do. Oh my god! Like, oh god! So, um. Well, let me let me go back to the question that you asked about the writing because mm-hmm. everything goes hand in hand with what you're asking me. Right. So, um, my oldest sister, fifteen at the time, she was fifteen at the time, and um, she was my first inspiration. Okay. Uh, she actually, I used to watch her. She used to go to the high school of art at their home, West Division. Um, and I'm kind of jealous because I never got a chance to go. But that's not that's another story for here <laughs> for yeah, later. No, no, <laughs> but no, 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 no it's a joke. So no, um, she uh, she was a a vocalist. She, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she took up jazz singing, and then she changed her major to uh, theater, drama and theater, one of the two. But I used to see her write songs 
all the time. Like she had this, I never forget it. She had this red folder of all her songs. So she inspired me to write my first song. So when I turned 15, I wrote our first song. <laughs> I wrote our first song together. It never came out, you know, because there was still some work that needed to be done. Right. And I don't know, maybe one day we could, you know, revisit it, you know, but that was the, that was my first inspiration in the house. My sister, seeing her perform, seeing her sing, seeing her write, you know, it just, I was, I was literally like just watching or mimicking or trying to figure out, I'll ask questions of how to do things, how to, you know, formulate the, the songs, what this looked like. And then so over the course of time, listening to variations of artists um, and their variety of music, like I'm, I'm, I'm old school, you know what I'm saying? So like, don't get me wrong, mad respect to all the artists that are out here. Uh, you know, I love everyone's creativity and how they contribute to, you know, the world of music, you know, um, right. but you have, you have powerhouse artists. I'm, I'm always uh, looking at the artists that can, um, uh, I can't even think of the word, but it's, it's what they can project. That's what I'm looking for. Project not just the singing voice, but the energy that they're, you know, that they're, you know, pushing out okay. with the singing voice amongst, you know, the crowd, the audience, or whomever is actually paying attention. So you have artists like Whitney Houston. Who could ever deny Whitney Houston? Exactly. Um, even like Tony Raxton, Anita Baker. Right. Oh my God. Um, and then so I, I look, I'm a, I'm a, a, a extreme fan of, you know, house music, soul house music. Oh yeah. So definitely. you have individuals like Kiki Tennyson, Vesta, um, who else? Oh my God. I could think of so many, but I don't have the names in front of me right now. But like, I, I get my inspiration from that. I get my inspiration of, you know, being amongst new environments and we were talking earlier before recording and right. you say you say it water you know how you were by the ocean and you got your i get the most inspiration when i am by a body of water yes even if that means like uh georgia doesn't have that many you know that really doesn't have natural you know bodies of water everything is man-made right. so for me like i'll have uh jars or mason jars of maybe rainwater or water that you know i've you know spoken over you know putting my good positive energy into yes. that anytime i want to just you know i want i want the inspiration you know i'll go to it and um just create and build and then i love to people watch so i'll go into like open spaces like a park or something or a mall or anything right. and i'll just people watch Oh, definitely. Oh, I thought you might <laughs> No, no, because, you know, I've always wondered, like, um, you know, an artist, when they're writing and, you know, where they get that inspiration from, and um, do you ever get a, a brain freeze where you're like, you know what, I'm going to pull back from uh, what I fell off with writing that, and I'll just go back because I'm stuck. A lot of people don't know if artists go through that, do they? Artists definitely go through that. I, I'll be honest with you. I've learned for me, I can't speak for everyone else's experience, but I've learned for me that when I, uh, when I'm approaching a space where, you know, I'm having writer's block or brain freeze, anything of the nature, it's because 
whatever creativity that I received in that space while it was new and it was it was uh, considered the next level at that time, um, I've received all that I can from wow. that space. Okay, like, okay. The end of the season for that. So it's time for me to transition into what's next. Wow. And um, every time I transition into what's next, it's always inspiring something greater than what I've created before. Wow. Now, let me ask you something because I wanted to know about that. So I see um, Speak Life, and now I'm seeing uh, more to life productions. Let's talk about Speak okay. Life. Cool. Okay, so Speak Life, honestly, it started out as a, a, a word. Actually, it was it was a hashtag that I was using. It was Speak Life in them. Okay. And what I, I the, the the only reason why I would use it is uh, from time to time, predominantly on Facebook, I would see individuals, you know, speaking life facts, and so I would go on their posts and I would hashtag that just to let them know that you know I love that, or I would share the post with that hashtag, right? right? And so this I actually started like around uh, mid twenty seventeen. And the um, business colleague that I had at the time, as we were building, you know, um, she actually gave me the title as Speak Life Advocate. Okay. Still wasn't operating fully in it because I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know, you know, but I was like, okay, you know, because I tend to always, I always give words of encouragement. Um, People expect you to be this perfect person, whatever that looks like, to, to be able to provide words of encouragement and I'm like no you know I go through my own BS right you know I'm trying to you know keep from cursing because I don't know no 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 no, you're good (laughs) no no No. but you know I I I will do my even in the midst of the things that I was going through I still want to want the best for other individuals no matter what that looks like you know what I'm saying so like you never know what your words of encouragement will do for the person, whether they're in your life for that season or they're just passing by, whatever that looks like. You know, you always want to make sure the encounter, if you can control it, you know, to be a good encounter. Doesn't mm-hmm. always happen that way, but hey, you did your part, right? Exactly. And so, um, so um, that was 2017. I did my first um, collaboration of an event with the business partner at the time. Mm-hmm. I was, that was, that was, like big for me being that I was only in Georgia at the time, maybe two years, yeah, not even a full two years. Right. And it was like, wow, like this is my first event. You know, it, it didn't, now it didn't go well, you know, as far as, you know, a crowd, but I was prepared for that. You know, again, this is my first event. Don't nobody know who we know me right. or know who I am. So, you know, right. and, but it was a good, it was a great experience knowing that I was capable of aiding the system, putting on a show right. out here in Georgia, a whole different market. Milwaukee, I'm good. I know that, you know what I'm saying? I know right. how to get around. I know how to network. I know how to communicate. You know, I always had somebody that knew me and I need them to make something happen. Georgia is a, whole, is a bigger market. Yeah, So, definitely. um, all right, cool. So fast forward to uh, the time of the pandemic, right? And the, the passing of George Floyd. Right. Um, I had um, some production from one of my uh, good Good producers, shout out to Buddy, and um, he actually gave me the production some time ago. Well, yeah, around that time, and so I didn't know what to do with the music 
right away until the situation happened with George Floyd passing. Right. But with him passing, I was just like, I just, I, that was um, a, a moment of creativity. I then at that very moment was like, you know, I want to be a part of the change, but I don't want to approach it from the aspect of Martin Luther King simply because my belief in all of this was, you know, we've, we've done the marching, we've done the kumbaya, we've done the, you know, let's keep the peace. And while I still want the peace to be kept, right. we have to understand that, you know, we're being attacked uh, in ways outside of the peace. We're being attacked outside of the marching. We're being attacked in so many other ways as a people. So how do we do that? We all have platforms. The song for me was the very first, um, it was, it was, uh, I'll say like a reintroductory for me into the music world. Although I had already had music released, this was a reintroductory to the transition of who I am as an artist. Right. So speak life. The, that was my single for, you know, and that released in 2020. So I did that. I, I had the interviews. Uh, you know, I performed it. I, I still perform it here and there. And then as I, you know, would talk to a lot of people, the conversation of me starting the podcast myself was the was topic of discussion. People need to hear your voice. People need to really, you know. Right. And I'm like, well, what would that look like? I don't know. Oh, my God. Now, keep in mind, earlier I said, you know, while I'm speaking life, you know, I'm still trying to figure my life out. Exactly. So I understand. in 2020, I did. I, I started the Speak Life Talk podcast. Wow. And the first couple of episodes are really ratchet to me. No, no. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> so I have to laugh because I was even debating on uh, deleting those shows. And I said, no, I'm going to keep it all because yeah. I want people to see the trans. I want people to be on the journey with me from right. the very beginning up until where I am now. Now I haven't done it as of lately okay. because I'm 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 in a new period of transition. Um, with with um me being in Georgia, I'll be soon moving to another state. I'm just right. waiting on things to solidify so that you know can that can be, you know what it's going to be. Right. And then like I'm just like okay cool so but I'm grateful for the platform because. It's an additional avenue to aid and assist in the approach and the Malcolm X approach that I have to all of this. Right. Um, it has the the speak life journey. The whole journey has has developed into such a you know I'm I, I want to aid and assist in changing the world, but I can't do it from a space of uh that that where I, I can't do it if I am not in my right space to aid and assist. Right. You know. We could talk about it all, all as much as we want, but if the individual that's desiring the change is not first experiencing the change, then it's just talk. Right, right. No, <laughs> so you're right. Come with me. Now, with with Speak Life, have mm-hmm. you done some motivational speaking too? Most definitely. Actually, um, <laughs> what's so funny about that is. Um, I had shared with someone uh, in 21, was in the 21, that that was something I really wanted to get into. Right. And um, they gave me their opinion about it. And it didn't sit right with me because 
one of the things that I don't like, I don't desire is to, uh, to be false with my approach and the empowerment of not just women, right. men, children, everyone, you right. know what I'm saying? Because it, my, my platform is not subjected to just one type of, 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 of class or individual that's going through something. We all are, exactly. you know? And if you were to uh, visit my website, uh, um, it pops up as human empowerment. And I specifically say that, again, because everyone needs encouragement. Everyone oh, yeah. is literally trying to figure out what all this looks like. And my thing is, I'm not looking to the, I am not looking to diagnose your situation. I am not looking to the, you know, any type of, therapist that's not my position no my platform is simply to navigate our lives through conversation right right my greatest question i ask anybody and everybody when they're telling me things or two actually there's two questions um what does that look like for you so what's next that's true <laughs> that is true Those, and I've, I've i've learned in my in this in this space in this uh, life, this new journey of mine, I've learned that these two questions aid and assist in people keeping their accountability to what they said they're going to do. Right. I definitely believe in that because I've always said uh, <laughs> action is always required when you're done, you know, uh, feeling bad or, or, or crying. crying. you you got to come out of it. Action. Action to change some things. You have to um, you got to put some steps in it. You got to Exactly. You, you gotta exactly you got to do those things. Well, I mean, do you think that um, with uh, motivating um, anybody out there, man or woman? Uh, I know you said, well, you know, I'm not trying to be a, a, a therapist, but you could be a a uh, a healer. You could be um, helping someone think about a situation that they're going through. Like your words could, you know. Your words could mm-hmm. be definitely uh, uh, helping someone out there, especially someone uh, young. But I guess the age wouldn't really matter. But, you know. It, it doesn't because, you know, I remember being a child and I remember one of my cousins used to tell, tell, he used to tell me and my other siblings that, you know, we're too young. We don't, we don't have business. We're too young. And it's like it's crazy to tell anyone that because at all age levels we're experiencing we're experiencing something different. Right. It may not be what you're experiencing, but that doesn't, you shouldn't discredit my experience. I don't care if I'm five or 10, you know, especially if it's something that will affect my growth as I get into my adult, you know, my adult years or, you know, a, a grown age. So like, I, I, I'll never sit up here and tell someone or discredit someone's experience because of their age. No, that requires a conversation because again, they have to navigate that. They have to navigate it, and they have to come up with a solution that makes sense to them. And it's not even saying that the solution is the right solution. You continuously have you'll continue to have to um, uh, have conversations or in depth discussions to find that, and even assist in creating boundaries. You know, right? right. Um. So I'm 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 just a firm believer. I don't I I used to think that I think of myself as a healer. Right. Until I realized that a lot of the energy that I was pushing out to heal others, I was depleting myself. Uh, so I won't, I won't too much say that I'm a healer. 
I, I on my podcast, if you listen to any of my previous um uh shows, I, I specifically say, you know, I'm the one the only one Jackie be singer, songwriter and speak life advocate. Um uh the conduit between you and the source. Mm. That's how I view myself. I'm okay. the conduit between you and the source. And in order for you to connect with the source, the, the only way you can do it is have conversations that align with what you're experiencing so that you and the source can continue the journey. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, sometimes I, I think like, um, like sometimes, you know, uh, I feel like I'm an empath. Like I feel like I take mm-hmm. on other energies of people. I can feel what they're going through and and mm-hmm. sometimes for myself, I always feel like I can, I can help them. But like you said, it sometimes it drains you, and mm-hmm. you don't even know it. But sometimes it it drains you, and uh, it I, really does. Yeah. So I I guess I would say that your platform is an outlet up to thinking, right? Like get somebody mm-hmm. to thinking, get somebody giving them something to think about, you know, something to to, to do that they need to do. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like you said, you don't want to tell them and you don't want to be their therapist, but sometimes words can be moved around where you give them an idea of themselves, Mm -hmm. you know, what they... Or take a situation that they're accustomed to doing the same way and say, hey, well, try this way. Right. (laughs) See, right. see if you'll get a different result in that space if you try it this way. You know? Right, right. Now, I'm going to ask you this here, and we don't have to, uh, we don't have to do names, but we were talking earlier. Um, you know, you used to be married, and um, mm-hmm. that's you know finalized now. But we were talking earlier about the transition of getting out there with yourself back new again and um Mm -hmm. just just finding yourself again and how that that journey was like was that real hard to do on your own when you 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 realize that you know I'm on this road by myself and I'm just going to continue the journey on with myself how did that work out for you oh my god so that journey oh 2012 we're in 2024 right it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I should have been counting on my fingers how no, many years. No, no, no. Look. <laughs> the 2012 yeah, is, is good enough, Jack. It's good enough. Long enough. 14, uh, just about 14 years. Mm-hmm. 14, April of, of this year will be 14 years. Like that went wow. so fast. Like, wow. Fast. Wow. Wow. Like, but, but. You know. Sidebar, before we go too far into that, I want to, because you did ask me about Mortal Life, and we'll definitely talk about Mortal Life production yeah. in a little bit. Yeah. I definitely want to uh, shout out my uh, business partner, Sally Bay. Um, he's actually the, the, the curator of uh, Mortal Life production. And um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure I put that in there. Of course. Uh, of course. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> But yeah. um, yeah, we'll get back to that. Yeah, um, we'll do that at the end because of I, course. I saw the new post and I saw it, so <laughs> I definitely jumped on it. So we'll we'll keep that one for last. 
Okay, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, 2012 uh, began the transition to all that is Jackie B, but Jacqueline Benton, that's my, that's my name name, you know? Right. And, um, right. I didn't understand the operation of my actual name. I always operated under Jackie, which is my nickname and artist name. Right. You know, but I, 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 I wasn't aware of the death of who I am as a woman, as a, uh, a spiritual being, as a living creature on this planet, you know, with my full name. And I'm so grateful that I, you know, I, I maneuver in so many spaces using my first and last name now. Right, but um, right. 2012, oh gosh, when I, when I made the decision to um, actually separate myself from my now ex-husband, that for me, I thought I was the ultimate failure. I thought that I was uh, just, that was it. I, 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 oh gosh, what should yeah. I say? Like everything that you could possibly think of about yourself in the lower vibrational realm. Yeah. That's what I thought of myself. I thought it was my fault. I thought I was, you know, uh, I, I was, um, being, uh, what's the word? Uh, I don't even know what the word to choose. I just felt like I, I, I was not pity, but it was everything happened for a reason. But I thought all the reasons were like extremely bad. Let's just say that extremely bad. I, I, I it was like I just I felt I, I was thinking I deserved that, you right, know. Right. And um, I remember. I always share this. I remember, not the date, not the specific time, but. When I made the decision to separate myself, I was I ended up moving back home with my mom. Okay. And I gave my ex-husband access to the whole house. You know, a lot of people told me I was crazy. I shouldn't did that, but it was like for me, it was like a cleanse. It was a I I knew I needed to start over because um, at the time I knew I couldn't afford that the rent in that house. I'm just being honest. Yeah. And there was too many moments of memories that I think I personally, if I would have been in the house myself upstairs to the basement I would have probably experienced experienced a lot of breakdown yeah. and probably would be in somebody's hospital to this day because of it you know yeah. so I gave him access to all of it and I came and stayed with my mom and so I was real just I was distraught in that space and I remember going into the mirror at my mom's house and, and I'm in the back and just crying. I'm looking at all how ugly my face looks and everything. And it was almost as if time stopped. And I always say it was like my future, who I am now, came back, came to me in that time frame. Right. And she looked me right in the eyes. We looked each other in the eyes. No tears were falling, nothing. Everything, any type of background noise that could have existed, it was like still silent. And I looked myself in the mirror and my, my future self, who I am now, said to me then, I believe in you if no one else will. Right, right. Wow. And it was like everything just went back to normal. Like, you know, I was still crying. I was still just, you know. And so it was like, well, okay. I had to sit down because I realized that was it was almost like an outer body experience. Yeah. I said, all right, um, what do I do next with this? Where do I go? How does this, how, 
what does this look like? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely. know, and so it was just like, all I knew was to sing. Yeah. That's all I knew. So right. I wasn't performing anywhere. I wasn't, you know, I, I had already, before making the decision to separate from my ex-husband, yeah. I had already made the decision that I wasn't going to be singing anymore. I had gained close to five, four, maybe four or five hundred pounds. I was, I was, I was like depressed. I was out of it. I was not in my right mind yeah. to want to do anything creative. My mindset was on passing it down to his children, you know, because I was like, I'm not going to do anything else with it. Yeah. But I knew in those spaces, I needed to get out of that. And so what I would do, I wasn't driving. I was walking everywhere, taking the bus, you know. Yeah. I would put, I was walking, I would put my headphones on, and I was seen to the top of my lungs. I didn't care who was there. I didn't care what, I, I don't even care if I made an ugly note because I, the music was that loud in my ears. Right. All right. I knew was I had to sing it out. And my favorite, album at the time was Legacy. I think it was I think it was Broken Pieces right. album. I don't know. It was um oh my God, I can't even remember it. I'm I'm literally trying to look it up while we on the phone. But um I'm just like that was that album was my escape. Okay. That was my meaning to find some type of peace in all of this. And so I went from singing everywhere to um, connecting with someone, with one of my uh, good friends who actually has his own company, Pass My Pen Productions. He, he started writing for me. Right. I connected with him. And he, cause he started connecting me with individuals that were in the music. I, I connected with uh, a producer by the name of Mike Shaw, Viboy Productions, shout out to him. And then I next connected with a good friend of mine now she's like my sister. She is my sister for life. Right. She's been in the music game all of the for, for the course of that time up in, until now. Yeah. Um, essential, Elaine Essential, um, and that's Essential Soul Music Entertainment. And when I tell you, I did not know that just me singing out loud <laughs> in the world, just right. walking and just singing, I did not know that that was going to be the age to the 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 shift that took place in that mirror wow. that has carried me for the majority of my life. Right. You passed eight years. Well yeah. now, well, fourteen years, you know what I'm saying? I've been yeah. in Georgia for eight years. Right. But it was like, oh my God, like just things slowly surely starting to open up. Um I still trying to navigate the space with my ex-husband because there was a short space where we were going to maybe reconcile, right. but there were, you know, some, some, a chain of events that took place that made me stay solid in my decision of moving forward with the divorce process. Right. And it was like, if I didn't do this for me, it was like, I'm allowing myself to settle. I'm allowing myself to be complacent. I'm allowing myself to to accept all of these things that I'm experiencing, not just from him. And I got to make sure I say that. Not just from him, but from me too. Right. I deserve better, but in order for me to get better, I have to I had to be I have to accept my truth 
and I had to start doing the work and I had to work my ass off for what I deserve, for the better that I knew I deserved. Right, right. And it and it got better every year, you know. Yeah. Even in the midst of, like I say, what people ex- assume I struggle to look like. Yeah. It got better every year. That's good. That's <laughs> so, good. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was. I, I, because I desired for it to be my one and only divorce. You know, and I mean, not divorce, my own one and only marriage. Yeah. Meaning that it was my first divorce. You know, it that it that took a lot of energy out of me because. The belief that I had in place, which I no longer have belief in, like so much has changed. Yeah. I read a lot more and, you know, I've experienced a lot more, you know, um, I realized that, yeah, I'm okay. That's good. <laughs> I am all right. You know, That's good. It, 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 it was a, a, a moment that happened in my life. Um, I still, even, I don't care what it is. I still wish that man all the best. Right. I want him to be happy. I want him to find love. I want him to get everything that every blessing that he deserves in his life because, you know, he has his own journey. He right. needs that, you know. So I want him to have that. And we all move forward. It was a living and a learning experience. Um we lived and we learned and then we learned to keep living. That's true, that's true. Uh and that is a direction, uh for us all, you know, when we take a, we decide to take a different path in our lives and, you know, you, you know, you're, you're trying to move on a different side of yourself. And sometimes um, that's hard when you're trying to get pulled back in. It's like, how do I, how do I, 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 I leave this and, and, and try to do this on my own if I'm, I'm getting sucked back in you know, you feel like you have to go far away just to, you know, give yourself that that opportunity to to be free because sometimes you have to go far. I don't know if you think that that is something we should do. I didn't go far away right away. You know, um, even like in the midst of the separation. You know, like when when I made the decision, the full decision that you know I am going to go through with the divorce and everything. Like I was already set up in my mind that you know this is this is we're not ha- we're not happening. And I mean, if I can be all the way honest, mm-hmm. there was this thing where I told my ex husband I said if ever there was a situation where you know I ended up stepping outside of the relationship and I you know uh, have sexual intercourse with someone outside right. of us, yeah, you might as well consider it a done deal, yeah. you know. And right. I don't. I don't take those things lightly Yeah. simply because of me and my body. You know what I'm saying? Right, I don't right. take those things lightly. Right. So when I made that decision, like I was already set in my, in my decision making of, you know, separating with him. Right. But when I made the decision to allow myself to lay with another man, right. it was, it was a done deal. Like there was no going back. There, I, right. No, I'm not going to do, I am not doing that at yeah. all. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No. And that that's the right way of handling things, cause you know, uh, if you're gonna move on, you move on, and you just don't, you know, double back, and you're not sure. Mm-hmm. It just causes confusion on on everybody, you know. Exactly. And it just exactly. puts you in a a whole nother situation. So I think you know what you did and how your journey began 
was remarkable because I saw it. I saw you. <laughs> I, 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 you know how you, it was like I was like, just think of God looking down and seeing, seeing, you know, how you were doing the things in your life, how you kept going. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you stuck to the career in music. You stuck into uh, learning other things, and um, and you feel like you did. You feel like you made more friends, or just just met different people in your life that also helped. Say that one more time. Do you feel like uh, meeting new people and friends? Do you think that that also helped you? Most definitely. Um, simply because, again, a lot of a lot of I. No, I say all of our navigating in life uh, requires conversation. And it's in the conversations where you're not taking everything that's given to you. Right. You just take the meat and you leave the bone. Right. So there's always a conversation that will allow you to uh, look at your situation a different way that aids in the space of you making a decision. Um, again, the beautiful, I always say, it's crazy, but it's true. Um, towards the end of the relationship with my husband, I, I, I said to him, right. this is when I really knew that I was coming to, coming to terms that I was making a decision to depart and detach myself. Right. I would say to him, I said, you know, the best thing about making a decision is you can always make a new one. That is true. I think I wrote something one time. Sometimes your, your hardest decision is your best decision to make. You know, mm-hmm. you, you got to make what's best best for you. You know, um, just going back and forth with yourself just draws more confusion. And um, Mm -hmm. that journey you took towards uh, Georgia, how was that for you? Like, was that different for you? It was very different because I did not know what to expect. Um, Again, uh, my my divorce was final at the time, so I was dating somebody in 2014 and the music group that I was um, working with, shout out to Rhythmatic Music Group, back at home, DJ Payday, yeah. um, um, uh, 40 Mill, some of the dopest producers in in my hometown. Right. Um, uh, DJ Payday was actually the one who introduced um, an opportunity for the whole team to actually take a, you know, take, take key to, which is called the A3C Music Festival. Right. And it's it, it here in Georgia. And so it was the, it's the largest music, music festival and conference that Atlanta has every year. They always have a three day uh, event. The first day is always a meet and greet and things of that nature. The second and the third day are conferences in the morning and then uh, music events at night. And then on that, but on the third day, then they have a major, you know, um, well known name to close out their event uh, performance-wise. So um, we had talked about this in 2014. Once it was solidified that like pretty much all of us were going. Right. Um, 2015 was, you know, when we, we actually came out here. Uh, uh, October 6th or 7th, I can't remember specifically what day, but I was out here on that day. Right. Now what's so funny is um, the guy that I was dating at the time, um, we had a conversation about what this would look like because we were both talking about possibly moving to another state and he was talking about South Carolina. I was talking about Georgia, but I was only talking about Georgia because I was coming here. Not like it was a set in stone type of situation. I really didn't even know if I wanted to do it. Right. And so um, the con- there was conversation with, whereas 
Um, the understanding was if I made the decision to stay here while I'm here, then, um, you know, in six months time frame, I get a job. We found out his job to transition to any state because he was there long enough. Right. But we'll do the, and then we'll just, you know, you know, make it a, you know, make it a duo thing because he also had his own security company. Right. And what's so crazy, I had, his, I had his business cards and I was pushing his security company out here as well, you know, trying to, you know, make connections for the company to actually send out, you know, officers to, you know, do work, you know, in another state. Right. Perhaps. Right. So, um, yeah, uh, it was the day before I actually left, though. So. Right, right. I, was, uh, I spent I spent the, the like the last two or three days with my mom. Right. And that last day, she was like, "You know, Jackie, you're gonna go to uh, Georgia, and you're never gonna come back." Right. And she said, "I'm okay with it." That was all I needed to hear because I was like, "Ooh, it's six of us. I don't want to leave." But knowing that you know my five other siblings is there and she's good, I was like, "Okay, cool. That that makes me feel good." Right. I got right. out here to Georgia literally only had $50 in my hand. I, I didn't even tell everybody right. what was what it was. And it was so funny because I had just got my taxes. Right. You know, my, the money, I was able to pay for my ticket. I was paying, I paid for my flight. Right. Like, I had everything in place. But for some reason, really, like, when it got closer to the day, money was had to get spent. I just, like, had things that had to get taken care of. I was like, oh, my God, what? Right, like, right. So there were so many reasons to that was giving me, there were so many things in place, like trying to prevent me from going. And I had to adapt to like not go. And I was like, man, but it was like, nah, if there's something fighting you this hard for you to not go, that means you need to go. So right. I went and uh, my friend at the time, Nikki Nicole, God rest her soul. Right. I was staying with her and, um, he was like, you know, you should stay here, you know, and start building up your, you know what I'm saying, your, your, you know, your, your career here and everything. Right. And I was like, well, I'm only, it's only day two. Let me, you know, do the whole weekend and I'll come up with a decision. But honestly, by day three, I was already sold on staying. Right. And that I was supposed to have went back home on the 12th of October at nine o'clock at a.m. The, the, that morning. He was like, so what's your decision? I was like, I'm staying. Good. And I've been here now for eight years. That's good. That's good. <laughs> now, those years being there, was that the best decision that you made through all that transition? Oh, it was the greatest, the greatest decision of my life. And I, honestly, what's, what's, what's crazy is like in the first three years, I experienced a lot of turmoil, yeah. you know, because again, I just got out of the marriage. The marriage was final. The divorce was finalized in April of 2014. Right. Um, I'm dating. So honestly, I never really gave my time the space to actually right. heal. Right. So right. like there will be questions asked about my relate my relationship with my ex husband that I w- it was so touchy I would be mad. I don't want to hear that shit. Right. You know, or whatever the case may be. Like but again because I didn't allow myself to heal. You know, so I was really on a, a a real solid path of rediscovery. I came out here thinking I'm gonna do my music, I'm gonna do this, whatever the case may be and God was like you about to sit your ass down because you really need to know what it looked like to heal. And I was like, so I didn't do my music right away. Right. I had the single, right. but I didn't have any new music because the journey to self re- self rediscovery started taking place. Okay. You know, and it was just like, wow, man, like, I want to do music, but like, if I could say 
the, the, the writer's block came about. I had songs for days, right. but the songs weren't powerful enough to be released because it was almost like I'm, I was speaking or I was creating from a half sense of me. Okay, okay. And that wasn't fair. Yeah. So it was like, oh, there's so much music like locked away in the vault that now I'm going to come out because I am ready. Right. <laughs> you know? And that's what so, makes yeah, you the artist because you're not just going to just put something out there, you know, you know, the, the passion of uh, the music that you make, you just didn't just throw anything out there. Exactly. Exactly. So like I've had individuals tell me because I was in my, you know, my rediscovery mode. Oh, maybe you should go back home and try it again. And, like, what you didn't go back home and I heard about you and your struggle. Right. Why do I need to go back home? Like, right. Right. I will be homeless in Georgia figuring it out before I go back home. Exactly. I, don't get me wrong. I'm not speaking. I'm not speaking against uh, my hometown from the sense of, of you know, oh, it ain't shit or anything like that. Right. And in the times where I was saying that, it was because I was hurt from my personal experiences. Right. Milwaukee didn't do it to me. No, you know, my no. personal experiences did it to me my decision making did it to me you know yeah. milwaukee gave me the platform to be able to do what i need to do so that i could come out here and conquer right. you know right so like i always but at the same time the acknowledgement for me right is that i did everything i needed to do in the space in my hometown while i was there right i right. have no desire to actually return to live and i don't have that desire you know and, and to be honest with you because you know, in your journey, things can change. There's always something that could, that would require you to maybe go back to finish something that was started that needs completion yeah. or whatever the case may be. So, you know, years down the line, that could, that could change. But for right now, I love you, Milwaukee. Yeah. I've seen your postcards. I know. Postcards are good. <laughs> postcards are still in. You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna get me some postcards and send them out to everybody. But that that's good. But look, the best part about uh, uh, moving out of a, a city you used to live in, and you get other opportunities, other places. You know, going back sometimes home, it's it's good for a visit. But you can just tell the difference in um, just your new life and 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 uh, what's mm-hmm. different around you. And um, and sometimes too your growth because of the growth because of the 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 your studies and and the level of knowledge that you acquire on your journey it it will it will it will allow you to look in those spaces and and be grateful for how far you've come right. but it'll protect you from going back right right you know too much you right. know entirely too much you're aware you're you can make a conscious decision in those familiar spaces that will that that will keep you away from you know doing whatever you were doing right. when you was in those spaces before. Right. So, so so do you think that uh, when you started just doing the music back over and did that just did that keep you away from the going back? Did that play a role? Like sometimes the new life takes on and you just have this new life. You don't see that that old life no more like you used to because now you took it upon a, a, a new journey of yourself. Honestly, if, if I, I can say music was the vehicle. Right. Okay? Music was the vehicle, but it was the, 
experiences that yeah. I've experienced within yeah. this vehicle okay. that like made it really, really push the agenda to keep to stay out. Because once I started realizing that for every uh, experience I, I've I've had within the music, yeah, it, it, it I I felt like I I literally felt the push the the push forward. Wow. Like the push forward. Like I was back at home, like I don't I don't know if I said this, but you know, when I was when I while I was back at home, you know, and I, I got back into the habit of creating. I'm 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 grateful for the area, the era of uh, artists and, and, and other uh music professionals that I created with because they while I was in Milwaukee, they gave me the the hindsight to like like this can really happen. Right. No <laughs> this can really happen. Like yeah. I 'cause I was I, I was moving like tough. Like when I separated myself from my ex person, right. I was moving tough. I was doing shows. I was putting on shows. I was hosting events for other individuals. I was doing so much back at home, and I'm so grateful for that. Right. And like even to the point of uh, when I did release No Function, I um when I actually uh, co-executive, I co-executive my video. As well as I literally wrote the treatment for my video. Wow! Got okay. the, the characters together. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I had I, I had the vision, and I was able to connect with individuals who 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 aided and assisted and bringing the vision to life. Wow. When you do stuff like that, it, it it trips your mind as to how far or how deep your creativity can go. And then to know that someone can stunt that because of their level of uncomfort. I don't ever want that over my life again. I don't, and I don't want that over nobody else's life. You know, because no. it's not a good feeling. Because then it's like you're being boxed right, or right, you're being right, confined right, or right. you know you can do these things, but on, but on, on, on uh, there's restrictions. Don't restrict my creativity. Cause right. I, you are liable to get cussed the fuck out. Right? No, exactly. <laughs> it's just the realness of it. Yeah, you will get cussed out. Cause how dare you? Right. No, no one should take uh, nothing that, you know, you come up with, you create and um, push that away from you. You know, it's uh, something that, you know, you believe in and uh, you should always keep it 100 on what you do. You know? mm-hmm. uh, and, and not that. Keep it 100 with yourself first. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that was, and if I'm being all the way honest. Right. That was the realization. Being being true to myself is the realization of my entire journey. Because a lot of things that I did, even from being with my ex husband, to like, it, I had to realize that I had to know what it was like being comfortable with me. Right. And I never had the opportunity to experience myself with myself by myself before giving myself to the world. Wow. So I cheated myself out of that. Experience. Experience. I went from graduating high school at 17, right. having my first job at 14 first, then right. graduating high school at 17, right. living in the house with my mother, then immediately being in a relationship with my ex-husband, right. then getting married and spending all of my teens into, from 19 to 29 with my ex-husband. I never had the opportunity of really knowing what it was wow. like to, yeah. to yeah. experience yeah. boundaries, uh, knowing my truth you know, actually building a foundation within myself so that whomever the person that is fit for my life will come in and compliment it, right. you know, like, that's why I said, like, the 
the beliefs that I had then, they were fixed ideologies based off of my my surroundings that that's no longer you can't tell me all the shit that i was accepting when i was 19 to 29 and even 39 that i'm accepting my now that i'm 40 or now that i'm in a new space of understanding that you know that 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 was my truth in that space but it isn't my truth now and i'm okay with that and and that's good like when you saw what you could do on your own did you ever think that that would happen like that and you would get that experience? No. Mm-mm. All I knew how to do, all I knew how to do open real talk was sing. Yeah. That's all I, that, that, so, no, I think that back. That's how all I accepted myself to believe that's how I, all I needed to do. Because even in those places, there were other things I was, I was operating in administration, working from home, you know, uh, carrying out certain things, uh, marketing. There were certain other things that I was doing, but because I was so confined in the space at the time of the level of understanding or um, being restricted from actually fully operating in these spaces as an independent, not as an independent woman, because, and I want people to understand that, you know, it's, it's nothing wrong with being an independent woman, right? You know, right. but it, it's a it's an issue when you take the independent woman stance too far. So I'm speaking of a, of a sense that you know, as as at the time I was a married woman, right? You know, wanting to operate as an independent, an individual, still respecting the the marriage front, but I am an individual even in the marriage front. I have my own desires. I have my own likes. You know, I want some me time. I want to, you know, sometimes I may, I just want, I may want to just sit in the space of the house and not be bothered. You know, whatever that looks like, I just didn't have that opportunity or that space. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also understanding that in so many instances, I made it okay for me to not have that space. Yeah. You know, well, I remember times where I would argue about, oh, you got to respect my individuality. You know, I'm, a, I'm just, but coming out of the situation was like, you telling somebody to respect the individuality, well, who are you? And I didn't even know. Yeah. No, no. Exactly. All these little things uh, that... Uh, I knew it made sense, but right. I just didn't know who that person was. Yeah. Sometimes we, we... I don't think we... We as humans get a chance to really tap into ourselves, being an individual mm-hmm. ourselves, you know, because uh, yep. we jump into the other lives, you know, yep. so early that you lose those. You don't get that chance of yourself. And so, you know, control can get of yourself of what you want to do. And it's like it's not there. You just feel like a zombie. Yeah, absolutely right. And see. This is why I say for my platform, the Speak Life platform, like I advocate for women, right. but I advocate for men. I advocate for men a little, a little more because women, we have all the outlets we need to seek empowerment. There is yeah. avenues for days that's available. Wow. There's not so many for men no. because society has made it okay for men to just deal with it. You know, there's this, they, 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 they compare it or they, it's a, they equip 
they they equal it to the level of testosterone that men have to just you know oh I'm a man I deal with it or whatever the case may be and it's like that's not fair you know men have feelings needs desires wants too and yeah a, a lot of the issues that come into a household and I'm speaking from my own experience as well a lot of the issues that come into a household because you know while women are always speaking on being safe or wanting to be safe, you know, we have to remember that, you know, yes, while we've experienced our moments of disparity in relationships, and it doesn't necessarily have to be with your significant other, it could be family, it could be friends, it could be your workspace, whatever the case may be. While we're, we're, you know, acknowledging that we have those experiences, these men have those experiences too. Oh yeah, and we do. What would make you think if any, if he deserves, he doesn't deserve a safety space to express himself as well? Wow, no, they're, they're not allowed those opportunities. So, like, I, I really do my best to, and I'm not saying like you know allow enable men to do crazy things. You know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time. There's an action for every reaction. Don't care what it is. There is always an action for a reaction. That's and true. if if the man does not feel safe within his household to speak on what caused a reaction, you know, and, and a lot of times it's simply because the, the woman or the significant other has not allowed them the space to heal then, I mean, how fair is that? Because that's what us women want. We always desire that. We we feel we deserve it. And you know the crazy part? We're going to do whatever we got to do to get it. That's, that's true. Because that's our right. Yeah. You yeah, know? That's true. So men need that freedom. They need that space too because they're, they're also on their path of self-discovery. Again, not, in, not looking to enable anybody within this. It's just a realization of what it is. Right, right. You know, I can think about uh, the many of conversations I've had amongst women where, you know, a lot of women can do, can do some crazy shit, me included. Right. You know, and we laughing with our homegirls, had out crazy, you know, not realizing that this could affect this person, this man, because of, you know, we don't owe, we don't owe you nothing. You know, we adults, we, I'm grown, I can do what I want, I pay my bills, you know, yeah. all that crazy stuff, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, there is still a level of respect that needs to be had in the space. If it's intolerant, if it's not going to be tolerated, remove yourself. Right. Remove yourself. Yeah, just move from that situation uh, quick as possible. Um, but, Jackie, this is just um, very inspirational for myself, and I hope so for the viewers, too, as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, I mean, you know, when we say this journey, you know, it's like back then we didn't have the didn't have the words for this. Like, you know, can you imagine what you know now and what you didn't know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, a blessing to be able to, you know, to to talk now and be able to have a voice. And that's what you have. You got a platform. You got a podcast. What the hell, Jackie? You doing all kinds of things. <laughs> yeah. And I you know saw, why? Because yeah. somebody I, I do I do it all because 
once there was at one point there was some people. It wasn't just one. There was people yeah. that told me I couldn't. Yeah, I know that feeling. And I believe it. Exactly. <laughs> I know, right? Don't you hate that yeah. when someone tells you what you can't do? <laughs> I had no, I, 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 I don't hate it. Uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm grateful for it now because yeah. it fuels me, you know. Um, yeah. I hated that I accepted it in the right. space when it was given to me. Right. But also understanding that the proper tools to receive and, and allow it to be the fuel for me in that time wasn't provided either. Yeah. That's that's strange because I had a, a, a phone conversation one time and the the phone the phone conversation went like this. Well, I rather let this person do it. Then let this person do it, which was me. And my face got furious. I was like, I'm pissed <laughs> off now. <laughs> and you look. And so I said, you know what? Because I went to sleep with that shit on my mind that I gave myself a fucking headache so bad. Oh, wow. That I made myself mm-hmm. sick. And so that next day, as that headache carried on, and when it left, I told myself, Never again will I allow somebody's words to wish upon me on what I can't do. Mm-hmm. So I maneuvered on opportunity on what a person said what I couldn't do. <laughs> it was so funny. But my face did, Jackie, go. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I know them moments. I know them. So you know what? I've, I've learned for myself, when I get in those faces where someone pisses me off or an experience or, or something of the nature, like really, really ticks me off, yeah. I allow myself to go. To, I allow myself. And, and it's just all about operating in your truth. Right. I, I tell people, you know, allow yourself to feel, you know, go through those emotions, go through the motion, yeah. you know, because in order for you to get to the next level of this, you gotta go through this, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been moments where I've been in the house by myself and I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm cursing, I'm whatever I'm feeling, and I've also even spoke out and said, you know, this feel this I'm I feel like shit right now. This does not make me feel good. I'm mad as hell. I'm you know, whatever I got to do, because tomorrow is a new day. Yeah. That's the new day. Yeah. And I want to make sure I'm going into that new day, even if it can't happen to linger over into the new day, because I let all of that tension and that frustration out right as it happens. I'm, I have a clear mindset to approach it and, and, and build on the solution. Because uh-huh. there's always a solution. There's always a solution. There's always a simple fix. Yeah. You know, wow. don't try to find it when you're hasty, you hastily like in the midst of trying to, trying to, you can't force it. You have to allow the flow to take place so that it comes to you and it has to be in its natural state. Mm. Wow. That's, that's real deep. Uh, that's deep, Jack. <laughs> Look, no, that is because I can, I hear your growth. It's just like, it, <sighs> Well, we're not meant to be the same people. Ain't that crazy? Mm-mm. Never. Ever. Wow, this elevation is, is not meant to just stay one way. It's, it's, it's elevation is meant for what it is. You know, It's inevitable. Yeah. Ele- elevation is inevitable. Um, evolution is inevitable. It becomes a requirement. 
especially when you're creating the, the new life and you're jotting down the ideas. Once it's written, once it's actually there and you you invoke that, evoke that, then life is going to require you to do the work to 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 get to actually match that of what it is that you desire. Right. If you choose to look away from it, or I'll do it tomorrow, or you know, I'll, whatever the case is, anything that you do that that aids in stagnation. You'll never be prepared. You'll never be ready. And you won't, it'll, it'll definitely end up passing you over and going to someone else that's working much harder than you. Wow. That, that, that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Now let's get into the, the more to life production. <laughs> I mean, it's more to life for y'all side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so okay. All right, let me let me just oh my god. I'm just, I'm, I'm I'm grateful. I'm I'm so grateful. Yes, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um because the, the the journey always gives you exactly what you need and exactly what the place that you're in, you know, the place and the spaces that you're in. It's what you do with it that you, that assists the growth or, you know, provides the lessons to, you know, that will pivot you towards your growth, you know? Right. So, um, well, I already said earlier, you know, I've gotten to this place where I realized, you know, my teens, my 20s and my 30s, all of the devastating experiences in my life um, that I felt like I wouldn't get to, I got to, right? Right. So I knew I was approaching this this new realm of thinking, this this new just, just everything new, new way of living, new way of thinking, presenting myself. But I, I felt all of it all in me, right? Right. So I had created a couple songs based off of experiences, re- recent experiences that I was like, you know, I, you know, I tell people, you know, be careful what you say and what you do to me because you will become a song. It's not that hard. It's right. just not that hard. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's like. Instead of, you know, always talking about the negative things, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want, because I I found this new, um, this new level of truth within myself and this desire to just go for what I know and, and achieve everything. Right. It was like, the first thing that came to me was like, you got it. Bitch, you got it. Right. Right. <laughs> I was like, that's yeah. literally what it was for me. You know what I right. was just like? All right, so I started, I created, I, 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 I recorded a couple songs, and I was just like, ooh, these are dope. There was this one song in particular, I was like, I, I, I hear a feature on it, right? Right. But I, I just, I kept it locked away. I didn't do nothing with it right away. I just, I, but I left the space open in the song, and I was like, you know, I, de- I, I really hear an artist on it. I want to, you know, I, I've not really did a lot of features in my life because I'm very particular with who I work with. I understand I'm not just aware of my singing voice. I'm now aware of my, my voice, my speaking voice. So there's a lot of conviction in not with, not just what I speak, but also in what I sing. So if I'm going to get on a, on a feature album with anyone else, like it, it has to make sense. I'm not going to do no, 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 I'm not going to do no crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just being honest, you know? So, Definitely. um, producer, a producer, a Grammy-nominated producer that I uh, work with, shout out to Baby Paul, 
um, out of New York, um, he and I had been, you know, communicating back and forth, you know, in this time of me working on these new songs. And so he hit me up and was like, yo, Jackie D, how you doing? What's good? What's new with you and everything? I was like, hey, it's good to hear from you. I'm doing good. And he was like, he asked me, you know, am I working on any new music or anything? You know, what's going on? With that? And I said, actually, I am. And I had an idea to release it by my birthday, my 40th birthday, but um, it didn't happen like that time-wise uh, time and making sure, you know, the music and everything is ready for the platform. Right. And then, too, like, it wasn't mixed and mastered. It was like, it was still in its rough stages. So I was like, yeah, I got these songs that I'm working on that I actually am looking for an artist to feature on one of them, right? Right. So before I actually sent it to uh, Baby Paul, I was like, um, I sent it to an artist back at my hometown. And like, he's cold, he's dope too, but it just, at that time, it just wasn't a good fit. So it was like, okay, we'll find something, you know, eventually, right? Right. So um, when... Baby Pa heard it. Baby Pa, he called me. He called me. And he was like, what you doing with that You Got It song? So I told him what my vision was. He was like, what, what type of artist are you looking for? I was like, okay. And I told him who I was looking for. He was like, I got the artist for you. So then he gave me the music of the artist, uh, Sally Zay. He gave me his music of some stuff he had already worked on. Right. I was like, okay, you sound good. I was like, well, let's see what it do, you know? And so he, I, he already had the music and everything. And literally the next day, I get a video. I get a video. And it's Baby Paul, Sally Bay, and uh, Sally's producer, uh, no, his, 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 sound, his sound engineer, uh, Prime. Um, they're all in the studio. And literally, I'm listening to his add-in, and when I tell you, I cried. I cried immediately okay. because it's not that often that I do features where people actually are in sync with, you know, with my creativity. So it was, it was monumental. It's, it's still yeah. monumental, for me, you know. And like I was so happy that like after he sent me the video, you know, they called me. They were they were both in the car and. And uh, <laughs> Sally heard me crying, and I'm like, man, like I'm just grateful, like, and I'm, I'm genuinely, my, my journey has allowed me to be, like, real, real emotional when you know great things happen, especially when you connect with other amazing individuals, especially when they're creative, you know. Right, right. And so we connected, and um, I ended up getting his number. Keep in mind, Sally didn't understand why I was crying. He was like, kind of weirded him out, and I'm like. He, baby Paul was like telling him like it's good, it's good, and I was like okay, cool. So then me and Sally after we exchanged numbers, you know, we were talking about you know a lot of the stuff that we're doing creatively. So there was a song that he wanted me on, and right. I was like okay, cool. So he sent me the song. <laughs> he sent me the song. I call him. I'm asking questions when I'm featuring on anybody's project. I want to know their direction, or I'm we could just have conversations. I build off of what's being discussed and the energy of what's being the energy within what's being discussed right so after that i listened to the song i, I realized that there wasn't much that i had to do it was more so accent and you know um playing with uh the hook that was already created right and so after i did my part i sent it back to sally sally called me and was like hey yo you got me back i said what are you talking about he was like 
I'm over here crying. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So our our creativity within these speeches that we did like really catapulted us working together. And so as we had begun working together and, and started building on the discussions and our, our friendship, um, he started sharing with me the vision that he had and that he had or that he was uh, already in creation with with Mortal Life Production. Right. So me being who I am and 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 listening to conversation, the success is always in the details. So it was like, oh, okay, well, you know, let's try to, you know, pick some of these things, do this, like, you know, put this piece over here, put that piece over there, do this and do that, do that. And before you knew it, like, I met, I met some of these, I think it was March of last year. It'll be a year since we've been knowing each other now. I met him in March of last year. Mm-hmm. We started working together. And here it is. Like now we are in, we are in partnership. Mortal Life is his his company, and it has grown massively. Wow! I mean, like massively. Now, not only are we offering production, um, video treatments, things like that, but now we have global distribution. Great. Right. So now yeah. we can aid and assist other artists right. that are looking to get spread the word and. And, and get their music out, you know, on all major distribution. And it's like so crazy to, to see these things because like knowing that these things were available, I a lot of the avenues I had knew about them years in advance, right? Yeah, yeah. But it was like, you, you know, when you have so many pieces to the puzzle, you don't know how to put it together. Right. So you start out on the outside yeah. and then you begin working. That's literally how it's been building. Right. So, like, when, oh, my God, it's, it's, every time I think about it, I just, I, I get so excited because there has been a lot of work, a lot of groundwork that has been put into what's being built. Yeah. And we're steady working every day. We, we brought in the new year, like, off, off of the work that was that was done in the year prior, too. Right, so, right. It was like, it's only right that, you know, you got it. You got it. You got you got it. We got Cakewalk out on release. We got um, Up Up by um, American Entertainment. We have Pay Baby. She actually did two songs. One is uh, Who I Am, and the other one is Acronym Ho. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, it's, I think it's Kill 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 Ourselves. I you know I don't even want to say it wrong, but it is an acronym. Right. I have to, you know, get it right. I apologize. Shout out to say that you. I apologize. No, but like, good. and and then we have other other artists in the works that that you know preparing to release. You know, so it's like to see all of this come out just because we, you know, allow our minds to collectively come together and we build and we've been building and we and it's just growing and it's getting bigger. Like I'm so grateful to be a part of the journey and like like. That's my that's my brother for life, you know. Like right, he's my music brother, but he's my brother for life. And I'm right. so grateful to you know allow to, to to be able to um, contribute my expertise to another platform that has a vision just as powerful as mine. Right. Um, simply because we both have an understanding, even in our our, our, our everyday conversations, we understand that it really is more to life. Right. It is more to life. Everything that we do, music is the vehicle. But it's more than music, you right, know, and right. it's like we have these, the, there's so many avenues, there's 
financial education that we're 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 working on uh, building. There's uh, learning how to establish your business, understanding your business credit, all these things that are in place um, that we're building, not just for the community, but with for ourselves first. Right. Because like I said, you want to make sure that you're the change so that you can aid and advocate the change. Right. You know, so that, that's why More to Life is a part of this journey. You'll see it all. I'll always promote, push More to Life because our visions align. Our yeah. visions align. Thus, you got it now being available. Because at the end of the day, no matter what all of this look like, we all got to know that. You got it. We all got to know that we got it. Definitely. I got it. You got it. We yes. got it. We keep going. Because yes. there's more to life beyond outside. Right, right. <laughs> well, Jackie, look, this has been uh, a great interview. I've been thinking about this uh, since this morning. Uh, uh, this evening, I got excited. Uh, I, I laid <laughs> out the questions, and I was I was sending you questions to see uh I was trying to see how you was going to feel about me asking these questions. And, uh, I mean, you sent me an email real quick, so you jumped right on it. And I was like, oh, my God, she, she, she answered. <laughs> so <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, wow. So this is a, um, this was a blessing, like um, speaking mm-hmm. with you and, and, and hearing your journey. And, and, and I'm a witness to your journey and a witness to your, your you. growth and, um, I, I can just hear that that uplifting in you, like you know, Jackie, you you're you're a blessing to a lot of us. To me, uh, I know my my kids. I mean, they know you. I mean, you used to uh, uh, look out for them. You fed them. You, uh, yeah. uh, 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 like wow. So <laughs> you know, it's this goes back, guys. This this goes back. So I I mm-hmm. really uh, appreciate this this interview. Uh, and I'm telling all my listeners, you're gonna appreciate this interview too, because uh, as we're speaking, I'm I'm getting it out there, like pushing it with this interview today, because uh, this was the real deal here. Like this was like a big blessing. Um, Most definitely. Yeah. But listen, I I I feel like it was time. You yeah. know, um, I'm grateful for you. You know, um, because you know my personal experiences. Yes. With, yes. You know a lot that I went through. You know. Yeah. And the one thing that I'm grateful about, you know, a lot of people don't take the time to um, actually thank the friends that are that, that are respectful to both parties. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's, yes. you, you never did any siding or anything like no, that. No, like, no. you know, I give you your flowers simply because you've always been true to yourself and you've always been true to the both of us. Thank and you. I, I, I think I can speak for my ex-husband as well. When I say thank you for you know always being you. Yes, yes, definitely for sure. Um, you know, I, I always tell people um, sometimes um, when um, sometimes the best decision is your hard decision, but sometimes uh, if you're gonna be there for somebody, be there for the right, and don't be there for the lie. You know, a lot of times we cover mm-hmm. lies for others, and other people get hurt. In people's lives. Yeah. So yeah. remember that, you know, if it's a lie, don't cover for it, you know, um, or don't be a part of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am blessed for this interview. I'm blessed for your words. I'm, I'm blessed for your, your motivation. And 
the success and the things I've seen you done. You guys just don't know the things that she has all done. I mean, um, I've seen this and this just not no, no bullshit conversation here. This tonight, this is the real deal. And, um, I am the one of the disciples. I'm the witness of this, you know, and, and I'm carrying this like for real. I'm, I'm definitely preaching this for real. Um, how can anybody uh, follow you and um, um, find out any information about uh, about Speak Life uh, and about the new production? Sure. Of course, of course. So I have my artist page um, everywhere. It's only one is in the number, Jackie B. So O-N-L-Y, one, the digit, Jackie, J-A-C-K-I-E, B as in boy, only one Jackie B. Then for my podcast platform or the Speak Life platform, it's just Speak Life. And life is L-Y-F-E, it's acronym uh, for Let Your Face Evolve. Um, so, yeah, everywhere, just Speak Life, um, Speak Life Talk Podcast. And then for the More to Life Productions uh, page, um, everywhere, it's More to Life. I-C-S-M-O-O-R, the number two, L-I-F-E everywhere all right wow there you have it guys <laughs> this has been a, a a great night uh this show here uh this may be one of my longest interviews but the best interview i've <laughs> ever had like oh, the best. i really appreciate it yeah definitely um i'm definitely gonna be getting calls on this one here but um <laughs> I, I appreciate it but uh in the meantime guys uh we're going to conclude this show and uh, you guys have a, a blessed, blessed Saturday afternoon, night or morning, wherever you're at on Tell the World Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>